Our ESPN NFL insider, Adam Schefter, joins us now. Good morning, Adam. Good morning, gentlemen. How are we doing? Uh, we're doing good. We're just wondering when the uh, when the first domino will fall as far as a head coach is concerned. Is anybody close to naming a head coach right now? Yeah, I think we're going to get closer. I think by the end of the week we'll have uh, a couple of hires. I wouldn't be surprised by that at all. Uh, I don't believe that Denver will be in that mix in the first initial wave of hires. I think we're looking at maybe Arizona, maybe Carolina, uh, Indy, a little slower, Denver a little slower, Houston maybe in the mix, but they typically have been a very slow moving franchise as well. So, Adam, then connecting the dots, the longer this thing goes on, D'Amico Ryan's coaching this weekend. Is it simply waiting for D'Amico Ryan's? Well, I, I wouldn't say that at all. Um, I think Denver would have an interest in D'Amico Ryan's, but so does Houston and so do others. And so, um, D'Amico's wife is from Houston. He played for Houston. There's a lot of Houston connections there. You have to see how that shakes out. But, you know, I don't know that this is a case. You know, I don't know there's a case of Denver just waiting for D'Amico. I don't, I don't think that that's it. In fact, I, I know that's not it right now. Right now. Now, could that change? Sure. Um, could there be further talks uh, with D'Amico's camp that would lead Denver to think that it could get him? Sure. But as of this morning, that's not the case, I don't believe. All right, Adam. If you were uh, handicapping, putting together the big board when it comes to the next Broncos head coach, who do you believe is the favorite? Well, you know, the, the great part about that question, Mike, is that at various points in this search, it has shifted um, on an almost regular basis. So where you think it might be at the outset Sean Payton, and then you think right after that it might be Jim Harbaugh, and then you think after that, well, maybe it's David Shaw, and then you think maybe it's going to be Dan Quinn, and then you think it's going to be maybe to me. How many guys have we been on here where it's basically shifted? It's a moving target. So when you ask me to handicap it, I wouldn't be that dumb to do that when it shifts as often as it does. And the search has highs and lows. And, and I've said this before to teams that are about to embark upon a hit coaching search. It's amazing to me. I'm having been fortunate enough to cover as many of them as I have over the years. Like we get like six, seven, eight, nine a year. Then for thirty years, so we're talking about roughly you know, one hundred and fifty of these, one hundred and eighty of these, two hundred of these. There are times when it feels like it's all going a team's way. Like there are guys that are just dying to get that job, and literally the next day, it could be. What just happened? Candidate A went to this team. Candidate B went to that team. Candidate C decided to stay where he is. What are we going to do now? And it's a total moving target at all times. And so for me to handicap, I, I, I couldn't and I wouldn't because, honestly, at the outset, I would have handicapped Sean Payton the favorite. Then I would have made Jim Harbaugh the favorite. Then I would have made... David Shaw, the fifth. Then I would have made Dan Quinn. Like, literally, that's how it's gone. And so where it's going to wind up, I don't know yet. Well, what, in your estimation, was Sean Payton? Because it feels like Sean Payton was the top of everybody's list. And now it feels like 
Sean Payton, maybe just going back to TV. Like, what's changed? Has anything changed? Has it been the compensation? Like, what's gone on there that has that has made him feel like he's falling off or falling down the list of possible candidates? Well, the, there are a couple things. If that theory is actually true, um, and I would say this: that you can go hire an experienced coach, but you're going to have to pay him top dollar. You're going to have to compensate the same stop dollar. And so every team is saying to itself, am I better off paying Sean Payne all this or am I better off hiring? I'm making it Frank Reich or Dan Quinn or Eric Bieniemy or whoever it is, D'Amico Reich, whoever you want to come up with. And I think some of them made the decision, you know what? Ah, we might not be, we might be better off not surrounding some of that. The other part of this is that it's a two way street. The interest has to be reciprocal. And Sean Payton is not just going to jump at the, go ch- at the chance to go land a head coaching job now when he knows that in this cycle there are five head coach openings right now. And I promise you, because it's a low number this year, it'll be almost double next year. So if Sean doesn't like all these particular situations, and by the way, Indy's been a little bit wild and unstable. Same is true in Carolina. Houston's been a disaster. Arizona, I mean, that that, that has not been exactly a model organization. Right? Like There are major questions with a lot of these groups. A lot. So if you're Sean Payton, why are you rushing to go take that? And the organizations, by the way, they feel that. They know that. So it's two ways there. It's either an organization saying we're not going to step up to do everything we have to, especially when we know that it seems like he's mildly interested in us. And, you know, it's like, honestly, it's a little bit like dating. You know, you go on a date, you know, that was nice. That was nice. But I might go out with her again. Maybe, maybe. And then there, there's some people you just you, you hit it off. You're like, they want it to be working out, and you want it to work out, and you get it worked out. I don't think that that's happened with Sean Payton and anybody so far yet. And he's going to have the opportunity next year for a much, much bigger pool of jobs than this year with, in all probability, more stable franchises. So when you play the long game, it goes both ways. It's not that only the teams have cooled on Sean Payton. Well, maybe that's partly true, but I don't know if Sean's ever been enamored right now with any of the situations also. Adam Schefter, our guest. Adam, it has been uh, reported different outlets, uh, different folks, that the Broncos' number one choice right from the start was Jim Harbaugh, and that once that fell through, they were forced to kind of go back to the drawing board. Mm-hmm. Have you heard similar reports? Again, I, I would go back to what I said to you before, Mike. I think it's been a moving target all along. I think at certain points in the search that Jim Harbaugh was the guy that they felt strongly about. I think at other points they felt strongly about other people. I don't think they went into this saying, this is our guy. We're going to look at our guy. And, and again, to go back to the dating analogy, you could have an idea of, boy, I think I'm going to like this person. And you meet you know, that's not exactly what I, I like that person more. And so 
I, I think Jim was high on their list. Absolutely. No denying that. I think at certain points, he was higher on their search. I think as you talk to others, others emerge. Um, and then Jim pulled out. So it became a moot point, right? So I, I don't know. Like, did, did they go into this saying Jim Harbaugh is our guy and we're going to. I think they went into this saying we're really interested in a guy like Jim Harbaugh. We think he would have the chance to be a real coach. We want to talk to him. And frankly, you know, the first, the first talk they had with him, they, you know, they wanted to come out and, and he was busy with a crew and they did a zoom. And so, you know, right. Right. You want to meet the guy. You, 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 you want to meet the guy. And they didn't get to do that right away. So, um, yeah, I think they really liked him at certain points, but I, I, I'm not going to tell you that they went into this saying, we're going to go hire Jim Harbaugh. He's our number one guy. Let's go get this done. You know, talking about moving targets, Adam, and, um, and you know, and just this head coaching search in general in mm-hmm. Denver here, one guy that I know years ago had a ton of interest that the interest kind of waned and the Broncos seem to be the only one interested in him now is David Shaw. So, what do you know about David Shaw, and are other teams actually interested in David Shaw? Yeah, well, I think that's interesting because, you know, as you mentioned, Stink, for years he was the go-to guy that teams wanted, and everybody they called was told no. And now he's in a different stage in life where his children have grown, and he's obviously left Stanford, and he's interested in going to the NFL, and he's not as hot now as he was back then, obviously. So... Um, I think he's on their radar. Um, I, I think with these things, it's like this. You know, we're on Thursday before the conference championship games. And first of all, there's never been a time where this these searches have lasted as long as they have without there being a single hire. Like, I'm telling you, having done this for 33 years, by conference championship game weekend, usually every job is wrapped up, and sometimes there's a job that isn't wrapped up, and that's only because they're saving it for the coordinator of one of the teams on the final four. And yet, this time, we don't have a single hire yet, and we're on the Thursday before the conference championship games. So they spoke to David Shaw a couple of weeks back, and so my immediate thought is, while they, I think David Shaw remains on their radar, if they were so gung-ho, they would have went in on it right away. And so clearly, they're interested in talking to a lot of different people. And while they liked him, they definitely liked him, he didn't grab them enough that they said, let's halt the search, let's stop talking, and let's get this worked out right now with David Shaw. You brought this, when you brought that subject up about having never seen it go this late in the process without somebody being named. And you brought that up last week on the drive. I got to thinking about it and here's my theory or theories. One, you can call it collusion, cahoots, whatever. But I, I wonder if the NFL owners got together and said, look, we've, we've caught a lot of backlash over the last few several hiring cycles about how we go about hiring coaches to the point where the Rooney rule got expanded, the Brian Flores 
fallout. Even uh, Jim Ursay, when he hired Jeff Saturday and almost like immediately elevated him to full-time head coach, and people like, whoa, 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 whoa. And then it was mid-season. I think you threw out that that story, that tweet about how some, what is it, $800 million over a certain amount of time had been spent on uh, fired coaches and coaching staffs. I wonder... Adam, if there's almost sort of a unified owner message, hey, take your time, go through the entire process, do your due diligence so that nobody can come out and say the hiring process wasn't done correctly. Well, you you don't even have to wonder about that. The message was sent that no in-person interviews were allowed to take place until January 17th. So the league, it was out there. You couldn't meet with a candidate face to face, you could do virtual polls before then, but you were not allowed to meet until January 17th, which my math is correct was 10 days ago or nine days ago. And so that automatically slowed down the process and took us into what divisional playoff weekend to start it at. And so that slowed it down some, and then the league, Pleading for patience slowed it down some. And the fact that there are fewer teams this year, so not as many teams are buying for the same guys, slowed it down. So it's not like, boy, there's 10 and we better go get our guy right now before we lose to the nine other teams. Now it's like there's five others and you're not as compelled to rush. And aside from Sean Payton being the big name that he is, who is the surefire guy that everybody wants? There is no one guy this year. That slows it down some, too. Not everybody's rushing to go hire, say, Kyle Shanahan or Sean McVay or whoever it may be. So I think it's all those factors together, coming together to give us a scenario where here we are on January 26th, and there's not a single head coaching hire for any of the five teams yet, which, by the way, I think will change in the next 48 hours. But nevertheless, here we are. All right, man. Uh, we're just gonna we're gonna hold on and ride this thing. It's got like a wave. So good. Hey, you know what? Listen, I'm just telling you, it is it is wildly unpredictable. And if you had asked me to handicap who is going to be Denver's coach, I could have given you different answers on different days for many of the last two weeks, and probably maybe none of them would have been right at that time. So that's why it, it, it it's a moving target, truly. Adam, thank you very much. Thank you, guys. Adam Schefter, our ESPN NFL insider.